0: Hello, this is Sanjeev, and this is my podcast and today I'm going to speak about the topic the fifth and the sixth states of matter. During my classes many of my students asked what are the states of matter? So how many states of matter could be there? So when we were young we probably learned about the three that are most common to our experience, that is solid, liquid, and gas. All of these occur with regularity here on Earth's surface, rocks and ices are solids, water and many oils are liquids, while the atmosphere that we breathe is a gas. These three common states of matter, solid, liquid, and gas, are all based on neutral atoms. However, restrictions that the universe is not bound by if we bombard any atom with enough energy, we will kick the electrons off from it, creating an ionized plasma. Now, this ionized plasma is the fourth state of matter. But there are two additional states of matter that are found with exist. First, Bohm, Bose-Einstein condensate, and second, fermionic condensates. So these are the fifth and the sixth states of matter at present. They are only achievable under extreme laboratory conditions but they might play an important role in the universe, who knows. Here on earth, everything is made up of atoms. Some atoms bind together to form molecules. Other atoms exist as stand-alone entities. Regardless of the number of atoms in any particular chemical compound be it water, oxygen, methane, helium etc the combination of temperature and pressure conditions determines whether it's a solid liquid or a gas water most famously freezes at low temperatures and modest pressures becomes liquid at either higher pressures and or higher temperatures and becomes a gas at still higher temperatures of very low pressures so there is some critical temperature above about 374 degrees celsius or 705 degree Fahrenheit, at which this distinction breaks down. At low pressures, you will still get a gas, and higher pressures, you get a supercritical fluid with properties of both gas and liquid. We go to further higher temperatures, and then we begin ionizing the molecules, thereby creating a plasma, which is nothing but the fourth state of matter. Although, that's where most discussions of states of matter end. That's hardly the end of the scientific story. In truth, that's just the end of the atomic part of the story. For the rest, we need to venture into the subatomic world, the world of particles smaller than the atom itself. We have already met one of them, the electron, which is one of the fundamental particles of the standard model. Electrons are negatively charged particles in atoms, that orbit the atomic nuclei, the same particles that kicked off at high energies to form an ionized plasma. The atomic nucleus, meanwhile, is made up of protons and neutrons, which in turn are made up of three quarks a piece. Now, inside protons and neutrons, gluons, as well as quark antiquark pairs, are constantly created, destroyed, emitted, and absorbed within each of these composite particles. It's a messy subatomic world inside every proton and neutron that we study. Here's the key point that will lead us to the fifth and sixth states of matter. Every particle in the universe, no matter whether it's a fundamental or a composite particle, falls into one of the two categories. fermion, which is a particle that, when we measure its spin or intrinsic angular momentum, we always get values that are quantized in half-integer values of Planck's constant, which, is, which could be plus minus half, plus minus three by two, plus minus five by two, etc. The second one is boson, which is a particle that when we measure its spin, we always get values that are quantized in integral values of Planck's constant, which could be zero, plus minus one, plus minus two, etc. That's it. In all the known universe, there are no particles, fundamental or composite, that fall into any other category. Everything that we have ever measured behaves either as a fermion or as a boson. Electrons being fundamental particles with the spins of plus minus half are obviously fermions. Protons and neutrons, each of which are made up of three quarks a piece, also have a spins that can only be plus minus half as the spin of one quark will always oppose the spin of the other, two. However, if you bind a proton and neutron together, you create a composite particle known as a deuteron, the atomic nucleus of a heavy isotope of hydrogen, which is known as deuterium. A deuteron, which is a fermion bound together with another fermion, always behaves as a boson. Why? Because plus minus half plus plus minus half can only equal to minus 1, 0, or plus 1. The spin values for a boson. Whether we are dealing with fundamental or composite particles, fermions and bosons exhibit a key difference from one another. Yes, their spins are different. But that difference leads to an amazing consequence. Fermions obey the Pauli exclusion principle, but bosons do not. The Pauli exclusion principle is one of the key cornerstones that was discovered in the early days of quantum mechanics. It states that no two fermions can occupy the same quantum state as another. This comes into picture when we start putting electrons onto a fully ionized atomic nuclei. The first electron will sink down to the lowest energy configuration possible, which is the ground state. If you add a second electron, it will also try to get down to the ground state, but will find that it's already occupied to minimize the energy of its configuration. it drops into the same state but needs to have its spin reversed plus half if the first electron was minus half and minus half if the first electron was plus half. Any further electrons need to go into a progressively higher and higher energy states so No two electrons can have the same exact quantum configuration in the same physical system. But this is not found to be true for bosons. You can place as many bosons in the ground state configuration as you like with no restrictions at all. If you create the right physical conditions, such as cooling the system of bosons and confining them to the same physical location, there is no limit to the number of bosons that you can fit into that lowest energy state. When you reach this configuration of many bosons, all in the same lowest energy quantum state, you have achieved the fifth state of matter, which is a Bose-Einstein condensate, abbreviated as BEC. Helium, an atom made up of two protons, two neutrons, and four electrons, is a stable atom made up of an even number of fermions and therefore behaves as a boson at low enough temperatures it becomes a superfluid a fluid with zero viscosity and no friction between itself or any container that it interacts with these properties are a consequence of bose einstein condensation while helium was the first boson to achieve this fifth state of matter it has since been reproduced for gases molecules quasi-particles, and even photons. However, it remains an active area of research these days. Fermions, on the other hand, cannot all be in the same quantum state. White dwarf stars, neutron stars, don't collapse because of the Pauli exclusion principle. Electrons in action and atoms in white dwarfs or neutrons that border one another in neutron stars cannot fully collapse under their own gravity. Because the quantum pressure provided by the Pauli exclusion principle. The same principle that's responsible for atomic structure keeps these dense configurations of matter from collapsing down to black holes. Two fermions cannot occupy the same quantum state. So, how then can you achieve the sixth state of matter, a fermionic condensate? Believe, or, believe it or not, The story of fermionic condensate goes all the way back to the 1950s with an incredible discovery by the Nobel-winning physicist Leon Cooper. The term one would want to remember is named after him, Cooper-Bears. At low temperatures, every particle tends towards its lowest energy ground state configuration. If you take a conducting metal and lower the temperatures, Two electrons of opposite spins will pair together. This tiny attraction will cause electrons to pair up as a less energetic, more stable configuration than to have all your electrons moving individually. So, fermionic condensates require lower temperatures than Bose-Einstein condensates do. But they also behave as a superfluid. In 1971, helium-3 with one fewer neutron than standard helium, was shown to become a superfluid at temperatures below 2.5 millikelvin, the first demonstration of a superfluid involving only fermions. In 2003, physicist Deborah Jean's laboratory created the first atomic based fermionic condensate, leveraging a strong magnetic field along with ultra cold temperatures to coax the atoms into this sought after state. In addition to the three standard states of matter, solid, liquid, and gas, there's a higher energy state of an ionized plasma. Arising, wherever atoms and molecules have two few electrons to be electrically neutral. However, at ultra low temperatures, two fundamental classes of particles, bosons and fermions, can each condense together in their own particular fashion, creating Bose Einstein condensate or fermionic condensate, respectively, the fifth and the sixth states of matter. In order to create a fermionic condensate out of matter, however, one has to achieve extraordinary conditions, temperatures below 50 nanokelvin with an applied time varying magnetic field. However, in the vast abyss of space, it's eminently possible that neutrinos made of fermions or dark matter, which could be both fermions or poissons clump together form their own states. the key to unlocking one of the greatest mysteries of the universe might lie in the rarest and most extreme of all the known states of matter so fifth and the sixth states of matter might well decide the fate of the universe how this universe interacts how the components of the universe interact. so Uh, This was all about the fifth and the sixth states of matter and students should try to go beyond the four states of matter that they commonly study at graduate levels, uh, school levels, that is solid liquid gas and the ionized plasma states. Thank you.